Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. G'day, I'm from Down Under. It's the Airbuds Podcast. I'm your host, Duke Longley. Oh, it's Bonza. Peter. Oh, I'm Steve Irwin, back from the dead. <laughs> Better when you do voices, it, it like reminds me of... Uh, Michael Scott, like not being able to not have a gun in every improv scene, somehow. <laughs> um, I right before you got here, Peter Jamal was like, "Do you have an Australian accent?" And I was just like, "Uh, no, I'm awful at accents, but we do have someone coming that literally studied this in college." And then when the podcast started, you're the only one that didn't try it. <laughs> I studied studied in Australia for six months and uh, still have a terrible Australian accent. What's your best accent? All I know is that their their nose are like, Nay, Oh, Noi, Peter, Nui, Peter Moat, Oi, Happy Biscuit Ball. It's more like that's pretty good, dude. I do. We watched Flight of the Concords together. It all happened. It all happened together. Guys. Yeah, I got a shitty accent. I don't know. Guys, That's we got fair. some business to get out of the way because we're back on the main feed. As you know, uh, we're back Ow! every Tuesday, back in the regular feed. Welcome back to the Airbuds to Freeness. Uh, but we got some business to get out of the way. If you want to support us further, please go to patreon.com slash airbudspod. $5 a month gets you bonus episodes, gets you... Uh, Bonus shows like, Peter, I don't know if you listened to the latest Patreon, but Jamel and I came up with a show called Is This Piratry? Where we decide uh, whether or not (laughs) listeners. Wait, that wasn't a joke. 
Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Listeners submit questions about whether or not something in their life is uh is is pirate esque, and then we answer in pirate accents. Thank you. So go to patreon.com slash airbudspod. Uh, hook us up there. If you can't do that, uh, hey, look, go give us a rating and review on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This is something I haven't done in a while. Uh, I'm going to oh, read no. it. I'm gonna, oh, better. Oh, it's Jesus early in the morning Christ. for you. Come you really on, want to man. ruin your day? I'm going to read a review. Fuck, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that was left this past Wednesday from uh, peeping underscore Tom. Headline, booty cheeks, one star. This is somehow worse than the Brandon Wardell podcast. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Came to just give me, well, thank you, sir. <laughs> Which one of your brothers is that? I mean, if it was anyone, it was Jaron, but <laughs> booty cheeks. Wow. Booty cheeks. So, God uh, damn it. You know what? We don't we don't like the one star reviews. That's our, I think only our second one ever, which is really? good out of uh 282. Son of a bitch. But you know, let's you know get what? Up, let's get that up to 300. Why not? Yeah, that's pretty I good. I appreciate someone taking the time in their day to say how much they hate the work that specifically Jamel does cuz they you at least left enough of an impression. Hey, you know that what? They that's had true. To, like they had to stop what they were doing. They could have been stretching or organizing their sock drawer and they were like i gotta take time out of my day to give it to jamel that rules because it's true son i you know i needed a reason to start doing push-ups and i think i finally got one <laughs> what i do love is that this guy is definitely listening right now like this kind of thing is a like cry for attention um you got like it. he's definitely he and he's getting it and peeping tom congratulations we are booty cheeks but uh you are you the are, goat you are a butthole for listening to Booty Cheeks. Yeah, you here at the Booty Club. Yeah. You're just, you fucking, you're just lining up to eat this ass. Get out the club. Yeah. Uh, any other business, guys? Or stay. I mean, you gave the review. <laughs> I mean, well, you can't give another one-star review. You've already, I guess yeah, you keep got listening. One star. You can change it to five if you want. At any point. Yeah. Or just change it to two. Maybe we can work your, our way up to your admiration that yeah, would make update feel your real good. review weekly after every episode on the main feed just update your review and let us know what you're thinking like how have we improved how can we improve mm. i mean we've been doing this for eight years at this point i don't think we're going to improve it kind of is what it is you know i mean I, I i lean towards that but we could put, still put it out there we might try no i think we should i will not try in year eight in the area, fully pivot to tailoring our show to this one fucking loser on the internet. One dude, his specific tastes. Yeah, that's the type of shit the NFL does. <laughs> what does Ron from Idaho think about our pregame show? He thinks it's you know Nard Jinx. Nardville. <laughs> so leave us a review, and maybe we'll read it on air. Um. Guys, this is a podcast about basketball, and important basketball did happen yesterday. Uh, game three of the WNBA Finals, in which the Liberty uh, beat the the Las Vegas Aces, uh, go, taking the series of Aces two, Liberty one. What's going well, on? I with know Chelsea you Gray? watched it, right? What's happening with Chelsea Gray? Is it? 
I guess that's the biggest news is that in the fourth quarter, she went down with some kind of foot injury as of record time. There is no update other than the assumption that she will not be available. Uh, what do you think that means for game four for the aces? I mean, finally a little bit of spice for us is what I think. Viewing public. I did see, uh, something on our Twitter account where someone was going off saying, it's so fucked up that you showed Chelsea Gray hobbling to the locker room. And my thought was, like, they, like, wheel an ambulance out during every weekend of NFL football. Like, we saw, like, <laughs> Kevin Ware's bone pop out of his fucking, like, <laughs> leg. Yeah. I mean, I think it's equal opportunity. It's like, let's see that, let's see that pain. Let's see that grind, you know? Peter forgot leg for a second. Did you catch yeah. that better? You know, getaway stick. I was like, uh, gam. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ham hock. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking thigh. Because it was like out of his fucking like thigh, right? Like that's a lot of fucking uh, meat uh, to go through. Oh, uh, no. Okay. Okay. I, uh, I did point. not see this tweet, Peter. There's people complaining that they showed an injured player being injured. Yeah, like her walking into like the um, like the locker room. Like helped by a couple people. I was like, "What they like followed her? It was like a weird. Did they like follow her through the tunnel with like?" No, they had the same thing. Where it's like you know, like they have like the security cam footage of just like the locker room. Yeah, 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 that's all. They've just got like GoPros mounted in the hallways. You know what? I was talking to someone today who was at the arena, and um, Jamel's been to Barclays. Ben, have you been? You've been to Barclays? I've never been to Barclays. Oh, really? One of the I would say like the worst. vibes um but i think that was probably the best vibe of any basketball game that has ever happened at barclays there and someone confirmed that to me because no matter what's happening for the liberty game they don't open up all of the concession stands and this was the first game that anyone had been to where they had opened up they had to open up every concession stand because it was a sold out it was a sold out crowd Completely sold out, right? They opened the upper ring. Don't they usually close the upper ring for WWE totally games? sold out? Totally yeah, sold that's out. It. So that's no, why it was a good home court advantage. Nothing, nothing to do with the basketball. I mean, uh, it just—it seems like they're going to trade blowouts, and we are going to get a game five. Now the question is: Is Chelsea Gray going to be in it? Because if she is, what the Aces will probably win by, the, you know, whatever the fuck. I think Kelsey Plum and Jackie Young are capable of handling the ball in Chelsea Gray's absence. I don't know if they're. I don't know if the Aces are definitely going to lose the next game. Mm. How did they win? Honestly, bro, I only saw the highlights. It seemed like John Quayle had the shot going, and uh, Brianna Stewart was way better on defense. Brenda Stewart was great on defense. She also did put up a double-double, 20 points and 12 rebounds. Jacqueline Jones was kind of crazy, 27 points. The three was falling for her. Benajah Laney had some key shots. Uh, but, you know, it's just the aces. It was more like the aces seemed sloppy or tired. Um, like, they just they weren't playing the defense that they usually do. Their ball movement was off. Kelsey Plum was, like, keeping them in it in the first half single-handedly. It just seemed like, uh, you know, they just seemed tired. Like, they couldn't even, like, fight around screens. Like, it just was like, uh, they seemed a little off. Hey, you know, that travel. 
That's a um, it's not a great flight, Jack. Especially because they make them travel uh, in a FedEx plane without any seats. <laughs> yeah, just a cargo and plane. They rebuilt it <laughs> after after the one that Tom Hanks crashed in in a uh, in Castaway. And then and then if you don't start, they make you got to scan boxes while you're on the no, plane. They, no, you, you yeah. travel in a box. Yo, they're all boxed yep. up. I mean, son, yeah. might as well. If you got to fly fucking commercial, man, if you're 6'5 and have to fly commercial, that's a box. Becky Hammond's got to get a crowbar and pry open their her players. That's, <laughs> a, that's a bicycle plane. box. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, game four, Peter, I believe it's in New York. Are you going to be going? No. <laughs> you should take your okay look tell tell beth like don't you want to see don't you want our daughter may to have do you know how many times a day my daughter i gotta take her. like close Eight? at least three at Is least more three. or less oh, okay <laughs> so you gotta front load that give her some beans <laughs> yeah. the night before yeah Get it Ew. out of the way by 4 p.m. Catch the subway to to Barclays. Go watch that elephant twerk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can we talk about the elephant? Yeah. I've seen the elephant all season long. I don't think I've ever seen a clip of it twerking quite the way it was nah, uh, I mean, that's, yesterday. Yeah, I've, I've seen the elephant in person. I went to Mystic's Liberty. Shit, this season. And, you know, just kind of whipping the ponytail. But it was a lot more. It was more, um, just like getting generally fierce. You know, I might not actually be so able to much go to this game. Oh, look at that! <laughs> Heard twerking uh, elephant changed his tune. Fool me once, twerking elephant. Shame on you. <laughs> uh, Ellie the elephant will for sure be there. She kind of went viral. The New York Times even wrote about her yesterday. I'm sure. They're going to uh, up the ante on Wednesday. More like up the panty, am I right? So you got the Bro, aces winning better? High-fiving. There we go. What's that? You got the aces winning better? No, I just don't. I think it'll be, I think it's a toss-up. This is finally the first close game. This feels yeah. like uh, Cavs-Warriors, okay. where the Cavs get like that first game blowout back at home to make it 2-1. And then the Warriors are like, "All right, we're we're better than you." And they, I, I would if I had money, I would bet on the the Aces wrapping it up. I was thinking, I I was thinking Spurs Pistons mm-hmm. feels like Spurs Pistons, unwatchable. <laughs> <Remember that> one? <laughs> unwatchable. It was just yeah. A bunch of terrible games. It was just six straight terrible games, and then this game seven. Larry Brown ruining everybody's day. Larry Brown ruined my life. Damn, that's real. Not nothing for if Pat L- Croce. You don't got nothing for Croce. He bounced like in the middle of the whole thing to go fucking run trampoline basketball or whatever. <laughs> like he, which was fire. That guy was like if like like PT Barnum <laughs> became a basketball GM, like. 
he was he he like he would he started off as like a masseuse for the Sixers and then somehow became the GM. I wonder. I'm not even going to get into. <laughs> I'm not even going to get into. You think it might be like uh, yeah, a little bit of a Mr. Craft situation. Yeah, got it. Um. Guys, there's something else that's happening in the basketball world, tangentially at least, that I want to talk to you about. It's not on the court. It's off the court. There was a uh, New York mag uh, profile of one Sham Sharanya. Um, it got a lot of play online. People were making fun of how much he spends, how much time he spends on his phone, how he will only go on vacation uh, to places with pools so he can sit by the pool and look at his phone all day. Uh just kind of comes off as an all around like why are you doing this to yourself to like what like tweet something five <laughs> seconds after Woj did like it's just kind of like have a life man um but there's one little piece of uh info that kind of someone posted at 5 34 a.m this morning uh james dater was on the notice this i'm gonna just read you uh a a excerpt the longtime front office executive told me that information from insider reporters could even help a GM save a buck. Woes or shames, quote, woes or shames might say, hey, don't get levered up on player X. He's not going to get an offer from his team, the executive said. There are times when this, when they have information that has prevented me from making a mistake in terms of the magnitude of a contract offer or the inclusion of a specific asset in a deal. End quote. Let me ask you guys, should Shams and Woj be fined for tampering? Well, if they, it, it's like they work for the NBA. The NBA and ESPN are directly tied together. I mean, together they work for the agents, right? That's who they really work for. Well, I know. I guess Shams doesn't, but he's just tweeting. Right. They're, and it's Shams ESPN being on, like, and the stadium. athletics sign their checks, but they definitely are in the pocket of the agents. Yeah, he's still on he stadium. still on stadium? Do you guys Thanks. know the stadium network? And DraftKings, right? Shams? Yeah. Isn't he like DraftKings and Stadium and The Athletic? It's insane that a guy purporting to do journalism well, Mike, can I mean, also that's be just doing the content for a gambling for... company. Like, that should know, be... Yeah, that's... The SEC we're, we're, should we're, we're... be investigating. I know. <laughs> Hey, that's not the world we've been living in. I'm once. Hey, we need some of them gambling dollars. Hey, gamblers, come over here. I sell you my picks. You want some picks? Oh yeah, perfect time to get into it. Should we start our own gambling company? You say Draft Twinks, Draft Dinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the San Francisco Gambling Company. <laughs> huh? I thought better said. Did you say Draft Twinks? <laughs> oh, Draft Twinks. There we go. That's originally the San Francisco Gambling <laughs> Company. Now we're AKA the gas, baby. <laughs> All right. Yep. We are definitely starting draft twinks. Or just Better making describe a what the t shirt's gonna look like for everybody. <laughs> Either way. It's, it's the gonna draft be like Kings logo. logo, but it says draft twinks. Yeah, it's literally just that. Hold on, let me pull up the DraftKings logo. Uh, we're going to need to maybe do something. Maybe it's a man and a baby tee. Maybe it's a man and a baby tee on the bottom. <laughs> I knew yeah. it was, we were close. Bottom, now you're talking. See? Um, 
Well, uh, I think guys, you're gonna have I to think, find some more. I think Shams and Woe should be arrested. Why? But I'm still open to hearing the case. The answer is yes. I think the NBA should at least be investigating when when an exec says I am getting insider info from a journalist who is talking to other GMs who then tells me don't do this because but what is like you know this other team is not going to do that like that is but what is their that end is game what though? players like, and, and what organizations they can get find the most for, out of camp I don't understand like if it's Bernie Madoff it's money but for them it's like Game of Thrones style like just like secrets and whispers. Yeah, for Woj and Shams, it is information. Uh, you know, they are basically bar they're bartering information in order to gain confidence for more information. I think if I'm a GM and I read yeah, this, I I'm like, well, true. fuck, I'm not going to tell Shams and Clearly, Woj like, the exact Clearly, like, being in the, the front office again. in the NBA, you have to have a relationship with one of them. Also, have either of you ever been courted by someone who, like, like what, like, who was, like, a reporter for something? Didn't that feel cool? Did you feel cool, Mike? Yeah. No. Well, take your own self-loathing out of it. No, because I've, I've been Can a you imagine I've been how, a like, Shams or Woj coming to you and asking for your thoughts or what they're hearing isn't, like, make you feel connected to the thing more so than maybe you are? I mean... Yeah, sure. I could see how someone who like values their own ego and importance like in an outsized way, then maybe they should. Then yeah, it would be great to be like, I'm gonna talk to Littlefinger. What's the guy's name in Game yeah. of Thrones? Littlefinger. 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm like Littlefinger's coming to me for information. Littlefinger. Littlefingers. Uh, oh. Okay, let me ask you a bigger question, guys. In this day and age, when we've kind of outlived the usefulness of Woj bombs, where like the peak Woj bomb era was like probably peaked in 2020, uh, and now a Woj bomb is like Detroit is signing like Mario Chalmers to a two way deal in the G League, like breaking, and you're just like, who gives a shit about that? Like, what what are they even adding anymore to the the discourse of NBA Twitter? I mean, they just got folded into the machine, man. It's just that's what I'm curious of. What it's bigger that, than us now. That New York they Magazine made reporters piece like, cool. What is the end now? Game it's over, you guys. Like, is Shams just going to tweet forever until he dies? Is that like? Uh, yeah, <laughs> he gets a late night talk show where he gets to tweet. And not make eye contact with the or it's just like guest. him at a late night desk just tweeting and, and not just tweet what just he's ignoring thinking. Everybody, it's also funny is that because yeah, just looking down at his phone the whole time. Um, that's also a funny thing because of their their platform and like their Twitter following. These content creators espn or what at stadium like they were just like oh well of course they're good on camera and it's like no these guys are both lacking like charisma <laughs> or like yo Shams is basically the like baby, baby grunk, 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 grunk up, up, up guy like that guy is tweeting like 
like I would just like feed him whatever Woj has to say. It would be so much more interesting. Yeah. See, they're not thinking on that level. That's the type of shit that would be like that's like next level. But dude, it's whatever, man. It's just once they let nerds be cool, it was done, man. Peeping Tom's right, dude. This shit is one stars. <laughs> this shit is straight up one stars, man. Cause now we just got dudes just being dorks. Just saying stuff. And now the NBA is like, all right, yeah, we'll we'll give you each two hundred and fifty K, but now you have to tweet. Remember Woj used to write like real sprawling articles for like and they Yahoo? Will. I think and they're they getting more than two hundred fifty K. And then and, and uh, at least. Yeah, I think he's probably like in his fifties, right? Fifty seven. Hold on, you guys guess. Peter, what's your guess? Jamel? Give me... All right, okay. All right, but how? when was oh, his birthday? 52. Jamel, you win. 54 years old. Because if he's old. older than 54, Dang. and it's 54 and 8 months, then actually, I win. <laughs> if, it's, if he's more than 54 and okay. 6 months, I am the champion. This is a good way to preview the NBA season, I think, what? right? Hold on. Oh damn! Is that hey? We got yeah. a whole preview coming. Uh, March fourth, nineteen sixty nine. November, December, January, February. Wow! I, I think it's math. actually a fucking <laughs> actual literal tie. <laughs> it's like we did it. <laughs> Perfect. This is great podcasting. Uh, yeah, yeah. Guys, tonight there there was an NBA preseason game. Uh, I don't care about the preseason that much. I will watch preseason games, but, uh, you know, Victor Bembenyama looked great the other night. So fun. Hey, man. Um, but the Sixers are in Brooklyn tonight uh, without Joel Embiid, James Harden, and Forkin <laughs> Corkmas, of course, still still awaiting his trade request to be fulfilled. What if they go play five for the Ignite? So um, him and Kai wait. Jones should get to start a new team. Oh yeah, um, it's not a bad idea. They should be allowed to do that. If the team's just not going to play them, um, yeah, why not? Yeah, have them go out to Africa and hoop with uh, some guys. You see, the Ignite went to Africa. No, they went to there was like a tournament in Africa and they got balled up. I believe it. Because it's a bunch of eighteen-year-olds that decided yeah. to skip college against like a bunch of grown men. Yeah, on the grown Egyptian men just like yeah. destroying them. Yeah. Uh, if Ben Simmons plays tonight and has a good game, no, I would say. Do you think he exercises his Sixers demons? Pl- uh, preseason basketball is the equivalent to Ben Simmons posting on Instagram. It is the. Game equivalent of none of this matters, and it's all ridiculous. Unless he hits four three-pointers. I don't know. If Ben Simmons does something, it's... We're going to have to watch so much basketball. I I just want to see... In a week and a half. We're going to be watching basketball for nine months. Why do I have to watch all... Like, have have you guys gained any knowledge, you feel like, for this season, based on the... Preseason basketball that you watched? <laughs> well, the Wizards no, are going to get other... scored on a lot. I know that. I know the Wizards are going to get scored on a lot. Yeah. 
Uh, Victor Wembanyama looks fun, as I said. I think the Spurs are going to be a fun league pass team, but uh, other than that, no, you don't learn jack shit from preseason. I do want to point out uh, a fun thing on Sixers Twitter is um, the uh, the the fake concern for Joel Embiid, where Joel Embiid is sitting out, and there's like, been a lot of like prominent Sixers Twitter people being like, I'm just very concerned that, you know, for a guy that is known for not coming into the season in the best shape, why isn't he playing in the third preseason game? Or like, don't you think Coach Nurse would want to have Joel Embiid get as many looks at the new system as possible? And it's like this fake concern because, you know, it's all, all they really care about is like, I want to see the big man dunk. <laughs> like, like I am owed big man dunking. And like, there's like no reason why Joel Embiid should be playing in the preseason. Yeah, he needs to play as a few games as possible. Exactly. Protect that man. But it's really funny to watch people like be like mask their like what would be the worst that a player isn't playing for their entertainment and like faux concern for you could see like, their well being next year, Mike. No, realistic. You think like like a realistic like where is the Utah? Because what they're gonna just give like well, nine first round why would, draft picks? Why wouldn't Utah be realistic? But he's not gonna resign there because isn't the other they thing like think he about all like the picks they have? Yeah, get... has a contract coming up yeah. in like twenty twenty four five summer. I think it's beyond five. I think it's six. Hold on, I'll look it up real quick. He is a he has a player option in twenty player option in twenty six twenty seven and then he's a free agent in twenty seven. So he's still locked in for a few years. Um, yeah, well, never mind. Anywhere but the Sixers, I'll say, Peter. I don't want him to leave. I want the Sixers to treat him apparently not how they the way the Thompson. Warriors treat Steph Curry, like in Draymond Green. I want them to be committed to him retiring a sixer. I think that is just <laughs> posturing by agents, honestly. They're well, not going to let Clay... I was going to say Clay think... Aiken. They're not going to let Clay Thompson <laughs> walk away from the <laughs> they Warriors. Might Clay Aiken. They might let Clay Aiken go. Shout out Draft Twinks. <laughs> Our guys at Draft Twinks. Clay Aiken Twinks. is actually the one Tweet who's the just code. like doing Clay all Aiken. of the everything at, at Draft Twinks is by For hand. Fifty percent profit. Have to fill bonus. out all of the picks and stuff, like a bookie does, you know, on like a folding table in like a room full of cigarette smoke. <laughs> and Clay Aiken is actually the one who processes your request at Draft Twinks. <laughs> he has been doing it. For years now, and especially now that we're giving him this this shout out, he's going to be buried. <laughs> he's in, tired. Uh... He's exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just leafy or whatever. I don't know. He's like, oh, I need a new abacus. God. <laughs> it's like Clay, Clay, get a calculator. Get a TI eighty three. Uh shit. yeah. Jared Allen's uh, anything else got want to talk some about bone Peter? bruise that appeared out of nowhere, so he's kind of sitting out for all. preseason. Um, everyone at the Cavs uh, team, coach, front office is just like, we're going to try this cool thing where we have an offense that 
has plays and people run around in it and we pass. And uh, I didn't really believe them, but the first preseason game, they shot like 75 three-pointers. And I was like, okay, that seems viable. Um, I think the Cavs are going to be good. Um, I know that's a hot, hot take for me on this show, but um, I think, you know, uh, Nyang and Struess are people that you can't leave open the way you could leave Okuro. And yeah, Ricky Rubio's, uh, you know, got some mental health stuff going on, so he's not there. But they got Ty Jerome. They'll have Mitchell or Garland dribble the ball. And I think Evan Mobley's going to be even better this year. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Three seed for us in the East? Who says no? Four seed? What do you think is going on? What do you think is going on with Ricky? Do you think he's like, he's been having like because um, it was so good anxiety attacks because he watched the irrational? Now he left before the irrational. Unless he got a sneak preview or he was there for filming. Although they must have filmed the yeah, irrational it was like so good. It like before the strike. So bad because that thing popped was like ready to go. Um, to make sure that they could have it for right, right when this. Also, oh yeah. Speaking of the strike, I there's no way a lot the studios it, are going to settle with the actors for like another month or two just because everything's got to get written. Yeah. So why would they start paying people again until stuff's ready to actually be filmed? Right? Isn't that like quite obvious what ha- what's happening? Um, no, Rick. I think Ricky. Yeah, basically. It's really funny that there's so many shows back in rooms because there was like well, early on the, the guild lines, was guys. essentially like it's like just kidding we might have gotten just our deal but we're not going back to drive work into Netflix. until <laughs> SAG gets their deal. And look, nah, bro, they put up they, half a year, dog. They put up half a year. I wouldn't even come out for niggas either if I put up a half a year. There are plenty of... De- I've been out there on the line with SAG. There's plenty of writers that I've seen. I'm not out there today because uh, I'm here with you nerds, but um, <laughs> I will say it was a little disheartening when it was just kind of like, we are not going back to work. Honestly, and how like, you should go to hey, a my studio room starts up on like Monday, so I can't make it to the picket line. <laughs> yeah. And then you just kind of like slide in through the door, the side door. Hey, come back out during your lunch break. Just as long as you have... You know, selfies. That's all that really matters, I think, right? Yeah. This entertainment shit is so... (laughs) This shit is so booty, man. If my next shit don't work out, I'm learning how to fix AC units. I'm going to HVAC school. Nah, for real. Hit the Patreon. I'm not going to quit the show. Just, Just hit the Patreon so I can go to HVAC school. Well, I have bad news for you. What's good? I, I've been saying for years we should all be investing in HVAC. I've literally, anytime like a cousin's <laughs> kid or like someone was like, like, hey, my nephew wants to be in entertainment. Can they, like, and he wants to go to film school. Can you talk to him? And then I talk to the kid. I'm like, go to HVAC school. Learn how to fucking <laughs> fix air conditioners. Because... The world's only going to get hotter. College degrees are increasingly worthless. Like, that has been kind no of my way. fallback, Jamel. I just read an article this morning. Um, 
Uh, hedge fund guys are getting into HVAC and kind of what buying up all fuck, the companies man? and no. destroying the industry. Yeah. No! Like, <laughs> they're taking AC units now? Yes, they are. They they foresaw, they're finally well, foreseeing I when I foresaw start our own venture years ago when I told my really disappointed little cousin, don't go to film school, you fucking idiot. All right. <laughs> go to HVAC school. Um, it's time, yeah. man. Hey, Peter, set us up, man. Get us in the room, man. I'll do. I'll do cocaine with whoever, man. Let them yeah. know. We can call it Japimo. Is that wait? No, <laughs> I'm trying to combine names. Ja- Whatever boiler room we got to go to, man. Jameter. Jameter. Um, you heard it here first, folks. Japimo HVAC <laughs> services. I mean, all you Jameter. really got to know, Jamel, is like you HVAC the services is coming your way. And make sure <laughs> you spray out the the you stay cool in the impending cap apocalypse. That's, that's it. I think so. You did it. That's most of it, right? All right. That ain't no problem. All right, guys. Should we uh, should we wrap it up? I would say so. Let's uh, guys be on the lookout. Our our annual season preview is coming next week. And if you remember what that is, we got thirty we of our favorite NBA fans to too, right? give little prediction videos for their favorite teams. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, and then beyond that, go to patreon.com. dot com slash All right. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah like well, no sure. one looked forward that, to yeah, anything. But I mean, I'm, all right. I'm trying to. We're milking that. We're milking that other thing. <laughs> yeah. We're we'll trying to give people things to look forward to, you know? There's not a whole lot to look forward to. The, the... Except for us starting this HVAC thing up. Jameter Dishman. Oh, no. <laughs> Bye. Oh, it's over. Bye. <laughs> Did you? Sp- <laughs> Why'd you stop the? the you cut it show? short. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.